Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Great to be here on a Friday. The Packers overcome a depleted roster to beat the previously unbeaten Arizona Cardinals. Baker Mayfield announces he's going to return this weekend against Pittsburgh and worries that Dak won't return this weekend if pushed that number to three in the Vikings game. What's the Vegas lead? Yeah, so Vegas lead is going to be a recap of Thursday night. Now, I... uh, I believe the following. I think there's four or five different angles on this that make it a subtle reaction to the game, meaning you could look at it one way and say, huh, that's great for Green Bay. You can look at it another way and say, hmm, maybe that's not so bad for Arizona. We know where you stand. Set up the game, and then we'll go from there. Packers 24, Cardinals 21. The Packers win as six to six and a half point underdogs. Packers now nine to one Super Bowl odds, jumping the Cardinals. Okay. So, so I've never seen a game set up before that throws in Super Bowl odds that somehow are trying to make your point. No, I was just trying to just, set up. How, have you how, ever done that before? No, I just thought it was no. interesting because they were so close and it <laughs> they, they leapfrogged. All right. So. You've been anti Arizona the whole year. Um, you know, once they started getting, uh, I guess, love for their undefeated record. Last Since week one, when I bet on them, I, w- I was excited for them week one. After that, it's been all downhill. Yeah. So, <laughs> and again, you tend to you tend to react to um, cons- um, the masses kind of getting behind, like like the flavor of the month. You tend to not like, which I agree with you there. Typically, the flavor of the month is expensive. That's where the squares are going. Make your case, though. You, but well, first of all, what, how would you define how good Arizona is, and? Why do you think they're so much worse than what the general fan thinks? I just, my thoughts on Arizona coming into this season were that they were what they have been every year under Kingsbury, every year under Kyler. This year's been an exception. They've looked, but Kyler Murray has impressed me. When you say what they've been, what would that be? Uh, Underperforming, underachieving. Uh, Kingsbury was a guy who was potentially going to be fired. Okay, but underachieving implies that you're achieving less than expectation. Is if someone was going to get fired from Texas Tech, then their expectations would be really low. So under that theory, they've overachieved. This year, they have. I'm no, but I'm I, saying the whole time. If you would have said what Kingsbury would, or the day he took that job, if you would have said, "What do we expect from here onward?" He's exceeded expectations. There's no. I mean, because before your the th- season, he had the entire time. Well, you from asked the me time bef- he was hired. Till today, do you think Kyler Murray and well, or Kingsbury, let's say, has has, but really, we're effectively saying has Arizona exceeded expectations in 2019, 20, and 21 combined during his tenure? Now they have, yes. All right, so I would have said coming into this year, no. Okay, so if anything, they've been different than coming in this year. Yes. All right, but you think it's fool's gold somehow? I do, and and I got laughed at a lot last year about saying I don't believe in this Pittsburgh team. I didn't believe that Pittsburgh. So was was... there any team that you didn't believe in that turned out to be good, or we're just referencing the you got it right with Pittsburgh last year? Uh, I'd have to think about the teams that I thought were bad last year. Was right at the tip. Well, because Pittsburgh was undefeated for so long, they were they they were the talk of the town. Right to think what that they were going to not win the Super Bowl. 
that they were not as good as the market was saying they were. But uh, I don't know. The market really didn't think they were that good either. But I can listen. I guess we're splitting hairs to some degree. They did finish the year back. You know, if you want to say five and or two and five or whatever it was, it was pretty much like that. That, that obviously was less than was expected once they started eleven and zero. I would make the case that. Uh, well, as a Steelers fan, I think it was a little overdone how much people thought they were not as good as they were supposed to be, because I don't think people thought they were all that great to start with. That's a reason they were never favored to win the Super Bowl. They were always behind Kansas City. But getting back to Arizona, make your case. Arizona, to me, feels a lot like the Cincinnati Bengals, except the Arizona Cardinals are getting a lot more love than the Cincinnati Bengals. They feel like they're both teams who have overachieved so far, and it's a nice story, but no one's talking about the Bengals being a Super Bowl team or a Super Bowl contender. Arizona, oh, really? though... They're the number one seed in the AFC. What, what do you see as their Super Bowl odds now? The Bengals? Current Super Bowl odds on the Bengals, 35-1, to 1, 12th best. Okay, so in Cardinals now, these are updated 10 to 1. Okay, I would agree in general if you told me I can have the Cardinals or be paid three and a half times as much for the Bengals, I'm taking the Bengals. So I agree with you in these relative pricings. Bengals at uh, now, would you say then? So would you book me right now? Now remember, these 35 to 1 odds on the Bengals have about 30% of VIG in there, meaning the commission the bookie takes is built into here. So if you booked at any of these numbers... You're a fool. Well, no. If you book, if you bet them, oh. you're making a bad bet, probably. Though you can sometimes shop and find futures that are good. But a bookmaker that's holding thirty five percent, that's a good. Yeah, if you're the one taking the money, yes, yeah, that's the smart. bookmaker. Yeah. Is would you? So if you think that the Cardinals and the Bengals are similar, and we and the Bengals at thirty five to one have a lot of commission in there anyway. How about I'll take Arizona at thirty to one? Bet you a hundred to win three thousand. No, thank you. So you don't think they're like the Bengals? <laughs> uh, no, I, I mean I, I do. I think well, they're. Why similar. wouldn't you want this? I wouldn't want to bet. bet on the Bengals either. But but that's the point. So I'm letting you bet against the Bengals effectively by betting against Arizona by booking my bet. And unlike you'd be the book against Arizona, unlike the book, I'm not taking a bunch of sucker bets on Kansas City, and I don't have all that money oh, is that, is piled that into my pocket already. Are, but I thought this was the sucker bet. I, I do think it's a sucker bet. <laughs> but you don't want it. I don't. All right. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, let's get started. Buffalo minus 14 hosting the Miami Dolphins. And this is my bonus correlated parlay and this one's simple anyone that thought otherwise would be i wouldn't want to judge them but i'd say you take miami and you take the under give me the update on that total now what's why is this a good play why is this correlated well aj i remember you liked buffalo in the original matchup here do you recall what the line was I don't recall exactly. Okay, so the Bills they were... They covered it handily. <laughs> yeah, the Bills were on the road, and they were somewhere between a three and a three and a half point favorite in that game. Okay, now we got a home field flip. How much is that worth? 
Uh, five let's points. call it five. So three, let's call it even a four-pointer home field or, or four-point um, original line, just to keep the numbers round. Okay. And you can see I'm giving up some half I points see what here you're for doing. a reason. Is that means the line should be huh, nine in this game? Oh, look, the line is fourteen. <laughs> Explain, because you happen to like. Buffalo here. I do like Buffalo here. And a lot of it is just the dominance that the Bills have had over Brian Flores and the dominance that Josh Allen has had. Uh, the seven matchups in the Josh Allen era, the Bills have averaged 35 and a half points per game. And this Dolphins team, you have to downgrade them significantly from that first matchup because in the really? first matchup. How many points? I don't, we thought they were good, right? Well, I, I mean, I don't think they'd be too good if they're getting four points at home. But, I mean, I, I think a downgrade is fair to say. But, I mean, how many points? Uh, three? Four? Okay, four. Okay. I mean, what I'm saying is when this thing got to 14, it is now like crazy time. It is a little crazy. And, I, and to be so fair. You like the crazy side. When we did the podcast, I liked this at 13 and a half. I like oh, it less okay. now, certainly. Oh, yeah. And you'd like it more at 13. I'd like it more at 14 and a half. I'd like it better well, if it's three and a half. 10 again. is what it's supposed to be. <laughs> that, that You're exactly right. 10 is what. Well, here's the other way to think about it. Not that long ago, Buffalo was hosting the Houston Texans. The line was 16 and a half at this point in that game. It's 14. Do you think Miami and Houston's two, two and a half points off? No. No. But I think both, but the, te- the Texans were clearly not 16 and a half points well, to, you, to Buffalo. So, really, you think the line should have been 28. Just because they lost by 35, you think the opening line in the next matchup would, would have been. Would you bet the Texans plus 20 and a half against the Bills today? Well, yeah, I'd bet it so quick your head would spin. My head would spin. I, I, I would know, because you're square as, as, as a <laughs> triangle. I mean, you can't be any square than thinking, oh, there's no way he's 21 enough in the NFL, except there's only been like four games in the last 50 years over. Over 21, but somehow the Bills, who have two losses, is going to be one of the best teams ever. Houston might be close to one of the worst teams ever. They're very close, especially without Tyrod. The Bills are nowhere near one of the best teams ever. So then, how could it be one of the historic lines that you still think it'd be short? Next up, San Francisco, favored by four at Chicago. What? You talked about flip home field. The Bears would be nine-point dogs to the 49ers in San Francisco. That's just that's a big number to me. Well, I hear you. I, I think that the question here is how bad are the Bears with, the, with fields? I mean, you could make the case that fields is as the worst quarter. I mean, Wilson probably played worse earlier in the year, or at least as bad. But Wilson's evolved. I mean, obviously he's hurt now. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is playing better. Well, Mac Jones has played better from day one. I mean, the only quarterback that's played worse than Fields <laughs> is Trey Lance. But he he does. I don't know if he's even dressing for the game. So Healthy I mean, scratch. I, I think he. I, I mean, I think JV plays a road game. <laughs> but but the but the fact of the matter is, you've heard more Shanahan <clears throat> criticism. In the last five or six days, than you have any time ever. And one thing about Shanahan, or as Mackenzie calls him, Cousin Kyle, is he doesn't suffer fools gladly. He has a little, I'd say maybe similar to me, a little bite when someone's a little off and a little like messing up his world. And you know what? His world's been turned topsy-freaking-turvy right now, and he's getting heat in a way that he isn't used to. 
And you know, if someone's used to getting heat, they handle the heat typically. Cousin Kyle, Mackenzie's first cousin, biologically, not some joke, he doesn't, he isn't used to it. I'm not sure if they're going to focus and bounce back or are they going to unravel? And I think unravel is at least a 50% chance. Seattle Seahawks minus three and a half hosting the Jacksonville Jags. This is my second best bet of the week. Best bet's coming up in a few minutes. My second best bet, Seattle minus three and a half. This is the must-win game of must-win games. It's almost like in pro wrestling, a loser-leave-town match. This is a Russell Wilson leave town if you don't win this game. Because if you're going to make the case to Russell that you've got a good foundation and a good team in this offseason around him, you can't lose to Jacksonville. And after losing the last two games by a field goal, covering both games. So by definition, Geno Smith has exceeded expectations leading Seattle two straight games. I expect them to do it again, and I think Jacksonville off a bye after getting their first win. Ooh, I, I think maybe Urban Meyer's grinding, but a little differently, perhaps. I don't think that he, they've spent the time during this off week that a typical NFL team would, if Urban Meyer's history is any indication. But Seattle will be as motivated for this game as any NFL team will be for any game this season. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. All right, AJ, we've got, or you've got, your college football best bet. Yeah, let's go with Maryland, Indiana, under 49 and a half. The line has moved towards Maryland because Indiana's down to their third or fourth quarterback. That has not changed the total. They couldn't move the ball with Penix. Now they're trying guys who are lucky to be on scholarship. Their defense is still stout, though, and Maryland is a boomer bust offense. And when I say that, they rely on big plays. Indiana, they stop big plays. You have to grind it out against them. I think 49 and a half is way too much. So Indiana, Maryland, under 49 and a half, my best bet this week. Okay, and the the quarterback situation, when did it go from one quarterback to the other? Penix has been out for a couple weeks. They were down to a second quarterback. He got hurt last game. They were swapping around the third and fourth quarterbacks at the end of the last game. Okay, so under? Under 49 and a half, Maryland, Indiana. Okay, my best bet is going against the GOAT. Tom Brady and his kale shakes. We like <laughs> New Orleans plus four and a half. And here's the rationale. Is the Saints are an above average team. That part's unequivocal. They are an above average team. Now, Tampa Bay might be the best team in the NFL. I, I I probably think they are. And you know what? That team should not, the best team in the NFL right now should not be favored by four and a half. At New Orleans, with one of the best home fields, we know Sean Payton has the recipe to do well against the Bucks. 
Beat the Bucks badly in game one last year. Beat the Bucks badly in game two. We're leading in the third quarter and got their tight end got stripped down in the red zone of Tampa Bay, or they probably win that game. And now I know New Orleans isn't as good as they were. But man, oh man, it's not like this. Value, value, value. Saints plus four and a half. 